This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, and welcome to this Naked Mind podcast. I'm Annie Grace, and today I am going to share with you something that's really cool. So um, I'm going to share with you an interview that I did with Kaylin, and Kaylin is the founder of a company called Lady Boss. And I met Kaylin almost three years ago now when I was really kind of trying to figure out how to reach people online. I had this message to share, and I didn't know what I was doing. And um, I asked her a question, and she took me aside and gave me some of the most heartfelt, good advice and support. And I've since learned a lot about her mission at Lady Boss. And I'm actually speaking at their live event this October, which is going to be incredible. But Kaylin really uses a lot of the same principles this Naked Mind uses, but with sugar and weight loss. And so this is the number one question I get asked all the time is, do you have this Naked Mind for sugar? How can we do this for food? And so I wanted to bring on Kaylin, um, not only because she's a really close personal friend now, she's helped me so much over the years, but also because I think that her advice would just be so valuable for everybody listening who has any questions about food. So it's a bit of a different episode today. It's certainly not focused on alcohol. It is focused on food and sugar. So if this is not your problem or not where you want to focus your time today, feel free to skip it. But if you are interested in this as a topic, I think you'll really enjoy today's episode. Thank you so much. All right. Welcome. Well, I'm so excited to be able to do this because the thing that I get asked all the time, and you can see I have a special guest with me today, but the thing that I get asked all the time besides, besides questions about alcohol is questions about food. How can this apply to food? How can this apply to sugar? How can this apply to weight loss? Why do I feel crazy around food? And so I'm not the expert in food. And um, so I have had the great privilege of meeting Kaylin. Welcome, Kaylin. Hello. And uh, I met Kaylin, geez, over a year ago now and watched her journey and just incredible things that Kaylin's doing. But Kaylin is the expert. And not only is she the expert, but she is starting this movement in the country that is, I mean, it's faster growing than any sort of body image, weight loss, healthy eating movement that probably this country has ever seen. It's absolutely insane called Lady Boss Weight Loss. <laughs> And um, yeah, so I just wanted to take a moment and say, okay, I'm not the expert. Let me bring the expert on and let me just throw a bazillion questions at Kaylin. <laughs> and I'm ready. Awesome. The best information possible. So first of all, Kaylin, do you mind just starting with, uh, I guess, your story? Like, let people know who you are. And Yeah. First of all, Annie, thank you for having me on. Uh, this is so awesome. I love this. And I just like, there's so many parallels between what you do and what I do. And I just think this is great. And this is going to be amazing uh, for your listeners. So we have got some great stuff for you all today. Yeah. So, you know, my story is a little crazy. Um, you know, I was 65 pounds overweight. I had a total food addiction, like food literally controlled my life. Uh, my life uh, revolved around when's the next time I can run to the gas station and buy gummy bears or when's the next time I can go um, to Circle K and get a Polar Pop. And like literally I wasn't even thinking about the actual things I should be doing in my day. I was thinking about when's the next time I can, you know, go run by the the uh, drive through and pick up like two cheeseburgers. Right. And, and so it's so crazy. Um, the lifestyle that I was living then, and I just felt like I was stuck in it and I couldn't get out. And even though I didn't want to do it, even though I was like, I want to feel healthy. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I felt like I couldn't get myself out of that, that just spiral that I was in. And, um, you know, 
along the way, it just like felt like depression. I was just tired all the time and I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. And, you know, being 65 pounds overweight, like life isn't easy at that point, you know, it's, it's hard. And, um, you know, I just remember like sitting on my couch, eating a tub of cookie dough at night, watching TV. And then I would eat like a whole bag of Doritos. And then I would eat like, uh, I, I had this big five pound bag of gummy bears, Annie. And I would literally like every night I would probably eat like, Oh, like 200 gummy bears. I don't know. It was like so many. And, you know, for me, it was just like, ah, one day I woke up and I was like, how do I stop this? And I was trying to get out of this cycle of the food and it controlling me in the way that I thought about it, but I didn't know how. And it actually wasn't until, so Annie, my grandma, she makes the best snickerdoodle cookies like in the world the best. And I was home for Christmas and, uh, you know, my grandma had just made a fresh batch and my whole family was there and I kept like slipping them off the table and like sneaking away to eat them. Cause that's what we do. Right. Like when we have like a food addiction, like, like it was so in control of me. That I thought like, I can't even eat this in front of people. So I would like sneak away to the bathroom and like eat them and then come back and get more. Like, that's how bad this was for me. And, you know, by my fifth one, like my grandma, like she must have eyes in the back of her head. She was seeing me do it. And she literally came over and smacked my hand and was like, Kaylin, do you really think that you need that cookie? And I was like, <gasps> like, I like sucked all the air out of the room. Like I couldn't believe that she said it to me, but it was kind of that pattern interrupt that I needed. That's something that was like, oh my gosh, it shocked me so bad that it made me realize, you know what, look at, she's right. Like, look at what I'm doing. And that next day I was like, I'm going to change all of this. Like I have to change this. I started looking up transformations online and just thinking like, if they can do this, I can do this. Right. If this lady can lose 300 pounds, I can lose the 65 pounds I want to lose. But what, where my pitfalls came along the way, I ended up losing 65 pounds in seven months, but where the pitfalls came along the way was the food right? was the sugar. That was the hardest part for me. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm excited for that. Oh, that's crazy. That's so cool. I, I think you're right. Like a pattern interrupts sometime. And I mean, definitely, like you said, there's so many parallels. And with drinking, it's often that moment where you, it, it's incredible to me because the, we all have an addiction of some sort, right? There's always something that we're looking for to fill up whatever it is inside. And yeah. obviously when it gets into something like alcohol, you know, it's much more, um, people know about it more. They see you drunk, right. Right? but something right. like food, you know, it can be really pretty hidden for a really long time. But when you're describing that, those are the same sorts of feelings, you know? And I, I think often when we stop with one thing, like say we stop drinking, we transfer that behavior to another thing, like food or sugar, um, yes, almost immediately. Exactly. And that's like the hard part too, is it's everywhere. Like you can't go anywhere where they're like at the checkout, there's not like a million options for candy and people bring it into your office, like bring you boxes of donuts. Like you cannot escape it. Like that's the thing. Like you, you have to eat to survive. And so it's like literally when it gets down to it, like how do you make the right decision when you're in that moment and you're saying, okay, I'm hungry, but making the right choice of what to eat. Right. So it's just like, it gets super complicated in there. Yeah, no, it's, it sounds, I mean, it's crazy. And I feel the same way. And I did it with food too. I started, when I stopped drinking, I actually had gummy bears in my purse that I take around with me all the time because it was like, all right, well, I'm not drinking. So I'm always ordering dessert and I'm doing these things. And I felt like that was okay at the time. Like I wanted to be really gentle with myself, but then in the last few years, yeah, you're like, wow, this is, this is also controlling me. This is also somewhere I don't want to be. So, I mean, so you went and you said, okay, I'm going to change this. And I mean, what were some of the biggest 
things in the early days that were helpful for you? Well, for me at first, you know, I started out thinking, okay, I have to give up everything that I love, right? Like that's what initially what us women do. We're always like, okay, I have to go on a diet, right? Like I'm going on a diet. I have to stop eating all this stuff. And that usually never works, right? Because then it's just like, it's like going cold turkey on things. And you're like, man, like now I just wanted more because I've told myself that I can't ever have it. And so then it was just like, all I could think about more than before was the food. And I was like, I'm never going to survive this. Right. And so I tried to go through this period of time where it was just like, I won't have it. I won't have it. I won't have it. I won't have it. And then I was like, you know what? This isn't working for me. I like food. There is a reason that I'm 65 pounds overweight. And so what are the other ways? Like, why is it that I'm attracted to that food? How, what is it that makes me feel that way about having those cookies or baking, right? Like the process of baking and cooking, because I used to bake with my grandma and I have so much emotional attachment to doing that stuff. And I really thought about it like, okay, well, what if I could just make the healthy, healthier alternative to the foods that I love? And I could figure out a way to make healthy pizza and I could figure out a way to make healthy ice cream. And I could figure out a way to have, you know, something that tastes like a candy bar, but it was actually good for me. And so that was like my big aha moment, Annie, was when I was like, oh, I don't have to stop having pizza. I don't have to stop having ice cream. I just need to have it in a healthier form, right? It's like when, you know, back when I quit drinking wine, it was like, I, it was the wine glass. It was like sitting on the couch with the wine glass was what made me feel relaxed, not the wine. So I just started putting sparkling water in there, like tricking myself. Like I still get the wine glass, put some Mio in it, right? Sit on the couch, like with my wine glass, relax, but it wasn't wine there, right? It's like the things around us, the emotional attachment that we have to having it. But it's like, man, if you could just replace it with the healthier alternative, replace it with something new and something different. So that's why I just like started researching, how do I make healthy pizza? How do I make healthy ice cream? I started making protein shakes into ice cream. And I was like, man, I don't even miss the old stuff, right? And so it's just really finding that balance for me and finding what worked for me. And that was, if you want to have the ice cream, that's fine. Like just figure out a healthier way that you can have it on a day-to-day basis. That's it. Oh, that's so awesome. And that's great. I think that that's the thing. It's like that aha moment of, wow, this stuff isn't necessarily like it, it isn't that I have to give it up altogether. It isn't right, that I have exactly. to make my life miserable. And we do, we look at that like, okay, well, I mean, especially like with drinking too. Um, well, now life's going to be over and now things are going to be miserable. Well, what is yeah. it about the stuff that you really like or enjoy? But that's mm-hmm. awesome. So what does, you know, healthy pizza or healthy ice cream look like? Oh, okay. So um, there's two traditional ways that I like to make it. If I have more time, um, I'll actually make it with like a cauliflower crust. Or if you go to Trader Joe's, they already have like cauliflower crust made. And so I grab like the cauliflower crust and then I'll get like turkey pepperonis and I'll get like an organic marinara sauce and I'll get like all the veggies that I can possibly like pile onto a pizza and chop them up and then literally just bake it in the oven. And what's crazy is when you start like making it at home and stuff, man, you're like, wow, like how can this be? How, are you sure this is healthy for me? You can eat like half the whole thing, like for the whole thing. And it's like, won't even phase you. Also, I was really addicted to uh, pizza quesadillas for a while. That's like the way that I took, got my, my uh, pizza fix in. I would take like a, a tortilla and I would put marinara sauce in there. And I would put like, um, uh, like for me, non-dairy cheese, because I don't really eat dairy. Um, and then I would put like turkey pepperonis and a bunch of vegetables. I'd fold it up and I would c- cook it like a quesadilla. So it tasted like pizza right? So when I was craving pizza, I got that pizza fix in, but it wasn't like hurting my bottom line of wanting to get healthy, right? Because, you know, for us, it's like, 
I couldn't, I didn't have pizza for so long because I knew what would happen if I did. If I had the real thing, like I would just like go off the handle and like have the whole pizza. And I just felt like it would throw me off track. So putting these other healthier options in place and finding new ways to cook things and have things really helped me. Like, I don't even want the old stuff anymore. And then once I felt like I was at a point where the pizza wasn't in control of me, the ice cream wasn't in control of me anymore. It wasn't like like I wasn't like zombie mode going to cold stone and being like, how did I even get here? Right. Um, then I was able to, you know, give myself, you know, uh, I call like a treat meal once a week, just to help ramp up my metabolism and stuff like that. And so how long did that take of sort of making a more drastic change to where you could get back sort of in control of some of these? Yeah. Foods? So, so for me, it took about like 24 weeks. It took about 24 weeks. And after I had lost all the weight, um, you know, it's kind of funny, like thinking back, cause I haven't actually addressed this in my mind yet. Like after losing the weight, I went probably, um, you know, probably like four weeks after, like where I was just like, so afraid to have the pizza and that it might like throw me off track and stuff like that. And then I just started telling myself like, you know, it's not the pizza. Like the pizza doesn't find you. Like you're in control. Like you're a human, like the pizza can't do anything to you. Okay. Like you get to decide. And so I just started going to places where I could order like one slice of pizza and not be able to have the whole thing. Um, and that's how I started. And then I kind of like got myself back into a routine where now it's like, I kind of have to force myself to eat pizza once a week now, because it is important in weight loss that you do have like high calorie meal. Um, and I like to do pizza for mine because it's like my favorite food. But, you know, it's just like finding what's realistic for you, I believe, and really knowing like what are the things like is ice cream the thing that like sets you off, right? Like pizza was the thing that set me off and would cause me to like I would have the pizza, but then I would go have ice cream and I would pick up candy and then I would like go home and like have a whole bag of pretzels dipped in white chocolate. Like it was like that trigger food for me that like caused me to spiral out of control. Um, and so just knowing what that is and saying, you know what, like, let's, let me be real with myself real quick. Every time I have cupcakes, like it throws me off. So like, just don't have cupcakes, right? Like that, that's it. That's, that's all the things that I would tell myself. That's awesome. So when you have this, I mean, I know for, for triggers, when we're talking about like a trigger, you know, of, of having, there's this mentality of like, okay, well I had it, so I might as well just keep going. Right. And so yeah. like triggers often can even be guilt induced, right? Yeah. Is that the same with your experience? Yes, and, and that's the thing is like, just like drinking, like food is very emotional. People go there to cope with things I did. You know, my dad passed away when I was 16 and food was like the first thing because I was 16, right? Like I couldn't really turn to alcohol at that point. I probably would have, I did in my college days before I reined myself back in. Um, but you know, food was like the one thing that I felt like I could control. And it was very like emotional. Like I was going to the food to cope, to make me feel better because every time that you eat sugar, right? Every time that you have the ice cream, you have the candy, like you are getting dopamine hits to your brain, which is making you feel like you're happy. It's making you feel like pleasure, right? And, and so it, it's really important because now you're linking all this emotion. You're trying to make yourself feel better. So you're eating the sugar, you're eating the desserts, you're eating the candy to get that, what you're knowing, you don't know as a dopamine hit. And they're like, well, I feel good when I have this. And so you're attaching those happy emotions that you want to have with that food, but actually like the food doesn't give you happiness. Right. And so it's really like disassociating those two things was the hardest part for me and realizing like, it's not the food, it's not the ice cream that makes me happy. Um, you know, it, it's the sugar there that's causing that effect in my body, but afterwards I feel worse. You know, I feel guilty. 
Um, I feel like, you know, I, I knew I shouldn't have had it and I did it anyways. And so once you realize what's going on in your body, when you have it and just saying, you know what, like, wow, every time I have this, like I can feel myself, I like, get a little bit of a rush and then I'm like crash. Right. And, you know, just recognizing and saying to yourself, you know what, like, I don't want to be on this roller coaster anymore. I, I don't want to attach my emotions to food anymore. Uh, one of the biggest things I did was I told myself, I'm never, I'm not allowed to have, um, and this is definitely in the beginning. I'm not allowed to have um, food or like um, desserts or sugar or candy when I'm really happy or I'm really sad. Mm -hmm. So if I accomplish something, if say like, you know, we do, um, you know, we do something and we're like, yes, like we hit this big goal. Like I'm not allowed to go celebrate with food anymore because for so long I attach like achievement and happiness to the food that that's what happens, right? You start training yourself back into that habit of, oh, I achieved something. Let's go get food. The food is the achievement, right? And then when I'm really sad or I'm upset, I'm not allowed to, like most people, it's like, I'm really sad. I want ice cream. Like, I'm not allowed to do that because I know that like I'm building, building, building that relationship with food and sad and being unhappy um, or, you know, feeling depressed or like all those things. And once you start building that thread there, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And you really have to recognize like when I'm really happy, like go work out when I'm really sad, go work out, go for a walk, like, you know, make a healthy meal at home. Um, but just like be really careful in those threads that you're attaching to things because they become stronger and stronger over time. And then it's like, every time you're happy, you don't know why, but all of a sudden you want ice cream. All of a sudden you want those gummy bears. All of a sudden, you know, you want this. And when you're really sad, you know, when someone breaks up with you and then you're like, oh, I want bonbons and to sit on my couch and watch a movie. Well, it's because that's the sad emotional attachment we've attached to that food. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's so good. And I think that's so important. And it, I mean, it, I, again, it's so similar to, you know, the work with alcohol because you just, you couple everything together and then you can no longer tell was it the alcohol? Like you said earlier, you said, I started to feel better when I sat on my couch with a glass of wine. That's so true because you actually, it's, it's all the things, the precursor, the dopamine hit happens before you actually ingest the thing that's giving you the dopamine right. hit. Which is it crazy. happens when you just start thinking about it. Like if you just right. start thinking about it right now, you start getting the dopamine hit and then you want more, right? Because it's addictive. Yeah. If you start thinking about it, you start to get the dopamine hit. If you don't fulfill it with the thing you want, that's the really uncomfortable part. That's the craving. But if you can get past that part for a, an amount of time to where that physical part is broken, you know, you really can get back in control of all of these things. But it's about what I love about your work, Kaylin, is it's about breaking these false beliefs that we have, you know, the false belief that we have to give up everything forever or the false belief that food is so necessary to picking us back up when we're feeling bad or to celebrating. I mean, every single birthday party, hello, every single event is all around food. You know, and I think when we educate our minds like this, then we can really get back in control in this really amazing way. Are there any other just major, you know, what you do goes against kind of our culture in a way of these are the beliefs our culture has, but are there any other major ones that, that you are like, no, that's, that's just BS. Um, let's see. Well, 
I think there's, there's a couple of funny ones that I use, like the belief that like, um, you know, it has to be like a struggle, like that you're always going to like crave those foods. And so there's like this thing that I do with food and I call it like my secret ninja tactic. I actually like never tell anyone this. Um, but like the way that I got myself trained out of like ordering desserts, um, and stuff, because it's like, you feel like the food's in control of you. You feel like when you go out to eat, it's like, oh, I have to order dessert right? Or you go into a gas station and you're like, oh, I have to have those donuts off the shelf, you know? And so uh, what I did to start just like breaking that belief in my own mind that like, oh, well, I'm here. I have to have it. It's right there. Um, I started like taking myself through this process where I pretty much just like gross myself out about the food with the truth of just like, you know, we go to Cheesecake Factory and everyone's ordering dessert. And I'm like, I know I shouldn't have the dessert. Like, I'm not going to have the dessert. And then all of a sudden I'm like, getting ready to order the dessert. Um, and so for the longest time, I was like, man, how do I just like shift that belief that I have about the food, about the desserts, about the candy? So I just started telling myself like, ew, like that cheesecake's been sitting in there all day, right? Like it's got that crusty, nasty film on it. Like you don't want to have that. And so I just started like saying stuff to myself like that and almost like in a laughing way and not out loud to anyone else, but just kind of like that you're in control. And when you start doing that, like you realize like I am the one in control. I am in the one in control of the food and, and the choice of having it. Like the Oreo cheesecake doesn't just show up at my table if I don't order it, right? And so just like when you do little things like that and even jokingly, like not in like a shaming or like making you feel guilty way or a weird way, it's just like joking about it to the point where you're like, yeah, that cheesecake doesn't even sound good anymore. Like I made the right decision. Like I'm in, like, you gotta check who's in the driver's seat, you know, every once in a while. And that's like one of the biggest beliefs is that you know, it, it, breaking that part is, is saying like the food's in control and it's like, no, like it's not. There's just like tactics that you need to do like that one that proves to you like, oh wait, I am in control. And then it becomes easier and easier and easier um, when it comes to like making the right decisions on a daily basis. Oh, that's so awesome. And I think that that's just that moment of interrupting that process, right? So the dopamine is coming, you're, yeah. you're struggling with it, which creates all this internal conflict, should I, shouldn't I? And you kind of get swept away in that entire thought process and just adding humor of like, oh yeah, well, it's probably disgusting. Somebody probably spit in that milkshake. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's just broken just for yeah. a second, just long enough for you to say, wait a second, I was on that train again. I don't need to get on that train. I can think about something else. That's really great. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, um, yeah, I'd love to just hear like more about like the movement that you've started and the work that you're doing. And I mean, it's just literally crazy. The number of women who have kind of gotten back in control, back in the driver's seat with their bodies. And, you know, I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, uh, created lady boss, it's called lady boss weight loss about three years ago now. And it's amazing. Uh, the mission of lady boss is to help women lose weight while loving themselves again. You know, I'm someone that went through all the fad diets, try to do all of the things, like try to do everything to lose weight. And I just couldn't find all the tools, like the resources that I need, um, to do it. And I was always like, I don't know what to do or where to start. And so after I lost the weight, it just became like my mission. I went on to set like world records and fitness and like all this crazy stuff, but it all, it all brought me back because at night I like could not fall asleep because I was like, man, how many women out there are just like me that were 65 pounds overweight or more and just sit, you know, and anywhere in between and just saying like, I don't know where to start. And I just, I could see like at night, like all these women, like scouring the internet, like I was, 
I was just like, man, I have to do something about this. And so we set out to create like the perfect program for women that has all the tools, resources, everything that they need, you know, the exact things that I needed that I couldn't find and we could put it in one place for them. And so what's been amazing about that is, you know, is the key to what we say is like, we help women lose weight, but we help them love themselves again. And so we, when women come to us and, you know, they become a lady boss, like we help step them into this new identity. And even though they might feel broken or they might feel like, you know, they can't, or they might feel like they've done nothing but fail like time and time again, like we give them hope because they can, they can see themselves as becoming confident. We tell them like, you are confident and they speak it over themselves every day. Like I'm confident. I take action. Like I take, you know, give no BS. Like I make no excuses and you know, I'm unstoppable and I'm a lady boss and they, it starts to change them. It starts to really change it from the inside out because the number one thing, and, and just like you believe too, Annie is like, it's not the plan as much as it is the belief that you can execute the plan and the consistency of it. And so when we give these women this new identity, you know, it, it really just like, you can see them change. Like even in a day-to-day -day picture, you can see them change the way they feel about themselves, the way they feel in their bodies. Like, because I'm a firm believer, if you don't love yourself where you're at, like you're never actually going to be able to lose the weight and keep it off. Like bullying yourself into weight loss doesn't work. You know, I tried that. And so that's what just makes Lady Boss different is we just give them a platform and a sisterhood and a community where women just like them are going through all of the same things and they get to do it together. And um, you know, I'm just privileged to get to, to lead, lead that movement and community. I think now, you know, we've helped over 1.2 million women. Um, and that's just like so mind blowing to me because, you know, it's just awesome. You know, cause I remember when I was in that position and just getting to help women just like me is, is, you know, just awesome. It's incredible. Oh, that's so cool. And I, I think you're right. Like I heard, you know, recently, basically this idea of, okay, we all know what healthy eating is and isn't. I mean, we all, <laughs> yeah. we all know that fries and ice cream every day are not healthy and that vegetables, it, you know, we know this stuff. We all have access to grocery stores. We all have access to the gym. So why is it that we're approaching, you know, 70 plus percent of Americans are obese. What is wrong? And it is, it's, it's psychological. It's this belief that we think it's going to be hard or we think we're going to be depriving ourselves forever. We think we can never celebrate again. We think we won't have our biggest foods, but all you have to do is really go back and start to re-examine, you know, exactly what, what those beliefs are. And with the power, with the education, and then, you know, just like with this naked mind, you get back in, into the driver's seat and in control. And I think that's why your work is so important and why it's just such an amazing kind of marriage, um, you know, and why I really wanted to introduce you to my entire audience and just say like, look, I'm not the expert, but here's Kaylin and she is the expert and everything that you've done, because how I understand your program is not only do you have um, incredible recipes, like lots and lots and lots of recipes, yeah. but you also have um, yeah, the like community and an exercise. So it's like this very holistic package of approaching everything. Yes. And so, but what's cool about it is I remember having like a bunch of workout plans in me and I was like, okay, I can look at this all day long, but I don't know what any of this stuff means. So we actually put in a tutorial video for every single exercise. We have like a 45 second to one minute clip of every single recipe showing you exactly how to make it. And so we really made it foolproof 
um, for all of our ladies because I remember what it was like, right? And so I was just like, if how do I do it where I couldn't mess it up? And that's kind of how we built it for everyone else because then it's like, wow, I can just watch this recipe. Here's how it's done. Super simple. All of our meals can be done in like 15 minutes or less, 10 minutes or less for most of them. And so it's just like all those tools and resources and it just makes it amazing for them, like including their grocery list. Like here's the grocery list for the week. Bam, just go knock it out. Like that's it, super simple. Um, and pretty much we make everything foolproof. So, you know, for me, I didn't even know, I could look at a workout plan, but I didn't know how to do the workout, right? I didn't know what those exercises were. Um, I'd never been in a gym before. So we literally took our workouts and we made a tutorial video for every single exercise on the plan. We took our recipes and we made a 45 second to one minute video of exactly how to do that recipe and how to create it. And they can do them all in 10 minutes or less. And, you know, even the grocery lists are in there and out to eat menus, which are my favorite. Um, I went through like 75 menus and of all these amazing chain restaurants and picked out like here's what I would order here's what I would leave off here's how I would order it here's what I do extra here's what I put on the side to where when people go out they can when these women go out they can actually be confident in the things that they're ordering at the restaurant and say you know what this is a meal that Kaylin has chosen and so you know because like you said earlier I don't believe in in giving up all things I don't believe in giving up going out to eat with your family and friends because you want to lose weight and so we just made everything like super foolproof and easy and simple. And that's why we call it the lady boss lifestyle because it is a lifestyle and it's something that you can plug into your life and that works with you instead of against you like most diets and most programs do. That is so, that's so cool. That's great. So um, people can sign up where can, I think we, we came up with a URL where people can go to for, um, to kind of learn more and get involved, but it's this naked mind lb.com yeah and so, Annie, so if you want to i mean you you guys don't even know like all of annie's listeners right now she got she got you the hookup guys so you're gonna get a seven day free experience to the lady boss lifestyle and so I, that's talking about all of the workouts all the at-home workouts if you don't feel like you're ready for the gym yet all of those can be done at home we have women that have lost 70 80 90 pounds only doing the at-home workouts She's hooked you up with all those recipes and the tutorials and all the out to eat menus. So Annie has really gone out of her way to hook you guys up with a seven day free experience to the Lady Boss Lifestyle. So make sure you go get that right now at thisnakedmindlb.com. Thisnakedmindlb.com. Uh, because, you know, I just want to help you guys have the right resources. Annie wants to help you have the right resources for you. And I, we know the parallels between the two, between, you know, the alcohol and between the food. Like it's a lot the same. And we want to help dial you guys into a lifestyle that's sustainable for you and that aligns in the practices that you're trying to do in other areas of your life right now and uh, have that community and that support behind you. So if you're one of those women who want to lose weight, you want to love yourself again, you want to feel confident, you want to feel like the food's not in control of you, we have your back. Annie has hooked you up. So uh, make sure to get that seven day free experience at thisnakedmindlb.com. So Annie, like you are so awesome for, for doing that for them because you know that's amazing. And Kaylin, this was incredible. Thank you so, so much. Like it was really awesome. And I think you have such good information. And again, like if you're considering this or if this is a struggle for you, you know, Kaylin's stuff is amazing. You can try it for free and it's, it's incredible. So I'd, I'd really, really encourage you to, to get started. Um, it, I can't, I can't say enough good things about the fact that Kaylin is approaching this from a perspective that is not traditional and countercultural, and it really is working and sustaining for so many like millions and millions of women so anyway thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us Kaylin it's just been awesome
Awesome, Annie. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Can't wait to see you guys in the Lady Boss community. Bye. Yeah. Bye. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.